Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How you feeling? Good, actually. <laughs> Are you? I, I feel a little hesitancy in your voice there. But <laughs> Just sleepless nights, no, that's all. No, I mean, we've talked about this before. Yes, this is a crazy have. time. This is and a crazy we've time. actually reached a really important milestone yes. in getting to the games, and that is that registration is closed. Yes, it is. That's a big one. That's a big one. And listen, there are so many things that have yeah. to happen once yeah. registration closes. Not the least of which is that all of the tournament brackets have to be built. Yes. So that's a big deal. We got to give time to our sports directors to do that. Mm-hmm. But we also have ID badges and right. athlete shirts and just a ton of stuff Everything. that has to happen. Yeah. And we're entering officially that phase right now. <laughs> but if you still want to be part of the games, it's not too late. Now, I can see on your face, yes. though, you're like, you just barely said registration right. is closing. Well, it, it is, and it did close, right. but it's not too late to sign up as a volunteer okay. for the Huntsman okay. World Senior Games. <laughs> and we need a And, bunch. oh, we could really use your help. <laughs> yes. Whether you're an athlete, whether you're family, friends, locals, it takes 3,000 volunteers to pull off the games. It's an army. <laughs> and there are so many ways to help. If you're yeah. interested in a specific sport, mm-hmm. there's a way that you can get involved there mm-hmm. if sports really aren't even your thing, if you're right. not even that interested in sports at right. all. But you like the endorphins and right. the mental health benefits <laughs> of volunteering at the games. Well, we've got you covered we, there as we well. Do. All you have to do to volunteer for the games is to go to seniorgames.net mm-hmm. and click on volunteer. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can easily search for an activity or for a date that you have available mm-hmm. and sign up. It's super simple. It's barely an inconvenience. <laughs> and like I said, we we could really use your help we really for could. sure. <laughs> we so appreciate and our we volunteers. Do. We oh do. my word. There's no way that we can repay people for Mm-mm. for their time, for their expertise, for their talents. But we do want to say thank you. Yes, we do. If we can. And so every volunteer for the Huntsman World Senior Games gets a t-shirt. Now, that's pretty standard. Right. But it's still kind of cool. Yeah. I see a lot of these shirts walking around All town and even in other places yeah. outside of the area. People love the, the volunteer t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a volunteer t-shirt for you. Um, but in addition to that, yeah. our local Big Shots Golf, one of mm-hmm. our great sponsors, is offering yes. a free round of mini golf. Yep. And a $5 burger and fries for all of our volunteers. Yeah. And you can do that at your convenience yes. anytime before December 31st of 2023. So a big thank you Absolutely. to Big Shots Golf. Absolutely. But Lil, guess what? What? That's not ill. That's not all. Uh, what? What? There's more. What? There's more. All volunteers <laughs> who sign up at SeniorGames.net are going to be entered into a drawing oh, yes. for an ultra lightweight Carbo Model X e-bike. Now that's oh, a no, mouthful. It's, it's that's a, a mouthful. mouthful. But it is an incredible bike. It's yeah. valued at twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow. And we've got two of them wow. to give away. I volunteer, so, don't I? I well <laughs> Yeah, you do actually. You volunteer a lot of time and talent and expertise for sure. Yeah, seriously, it. these bikes are yeah. awesome. They are so light. I, I have an e-bike mm-hmm. and I love it. I really do. Mm-hmm. But my bike weighs literally 89 pounds. Oh. 
It's very, very heavy. <laughs> but these carbon model e-bikes, they fold up very easy for transport and for storage. They're made from Japanese mesh EPS carbon fiber. So they're super strong. They're super light. And signing up and registering to be an athlete is very easy to do. And we could use your help. Absolutely. So uh, it'll make you feel good. Yeah. Hit us up at SeniorGames.net. Click on volunteer and mm-hmm. register today. Lil, today's guest. Yes. Diane Tracy's accomplishments are remarkable and diverse. Her daily routine involves rigorous training, devoting five hours each morning to swimming, biking, and running. In 2022, she emerged as the victor in her age group, which is the women 70-74, in the 2021 Ironman World Championship. Oh, my goodness. Her journey spans from a teenage track star to a successful career in cardiac rehabilitation and wellness. Diane's enduring dedication to endurance running, her participation in numerous races, including the Boston Marathon, and her mastery of triathlons, including the Ironman competitions, Mm -hmm. like I just said, Mm -hmm. highlight her exceptional athletic achievements. Additionally, she mentors fellow athletes, contributes generously, and inspires others with her mission-driven life. Diane, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Hey, glad to be here. (laughs) Well, we're looking forward to this visit. Holy cow, first of all, congratulations on an incredible (laughs) athletic career, and, and I know a professional career as well. Thank you. I never envisioned I would even go to Hawaii. I never thought that that I was not even in my head that and, I would ever be a triathlete. And yet now not only are you going to Hawaii, but you're going to Hawaii competing in the world championships. I, I, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's quite a journey. So yeah. let's talk about the journey. How did, how did you get started? I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about, but let's talk about the endurance sports. How did you get started in endurance sports? What, what was your impetus there? Um, I just wanted to keep up um, my athleticism after college. I have a picture of me running the Provo Freedom Festival in 1972, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome. Yes. So kept it up while I was in college, uh, working on my degrees, and then I happened to have an internship down here, and I ran the St. George Marathon. Okay. Unfortunately, I had a little event and I didn't, I was too embarrassed. I, I wasn't prepared for the race and I didn't cross the finish line, but fell in love. And I've always fallen in love with St. George and, and the marathon. And um, it was always in my head that actually in my career with Intermountain, I would retire here. Yeah. So from Logan on down, I've been running and doing events and I love adventures, you know, just so okay, what do I want to do today? Have somebody drop me off and I'll run down the canyon or whatever and end up at my house. So not only events but uh, adventures too. And that just has kept going and then and I started St. George again in 1994, had a streak going. Loved okay. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and to get a little emotional about the St. George Marathon, it training for that through my life has always been such a a boost to me. It was a goal. It kept me going through hard times, through difficult times, through the fun times, and so my heart's you know with St. George events. Hmm. And you have competed in the St. George Marathon many times what's what's your final number well um this would be the 25th if i were able to run it but i'm not going to be able to because of going to hawaii but um i'm going to get that 30 in 
for sure. Uh, that is awesome. That is, that is awesome. awesome. So, uh, an incredible career at the St. George Marathon, yeah. but also you've, you've interspersed those out. You're not going to be able to compete this year in October because you are going to be in Hawaii at the <laughs> Ironman World Championships. Gosh. Um, you've talked a little bit about training and how you've, you've kind of embraced um, the training and the adventure aspect of things. Uh, what is your favorite sport? What do, you, what do you like to train for the most? Oh, you asked a pretty hard question. <laughs> um, one of the things that made me sad when I was marathon training is I wouldn't let myself ride my bicycle. <laughs> Because <laughs> I thought it might detract from the running. It's like big mistake. So I actually do love adventuring and cycling and running and trail running and ultra running. That's so more than one. so. If I say name the one thing that you like the most, <laughs> no, you have to name get. five or six things because <laughs> right. you love them so much. I do. That and there's awesome. a there's a new one that a lot of people are finding that I absolutely adore, which is gravel cycling. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we we hear about that. Somewhat regularly around here, we offer a variety of different cycling events. We have mountain biking. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've looked into the gravel cycling. We don't offer it right now, but it is definitely something that is on our list of things that we're evaluating on. Can we find the right course Mm -hmm. and is there the right Mm -hmm. market and the right people that are involved? But uh, we hear a lot of great things about it. So so even though we're not offering it, what's your favorite thing about gravel biking? Why do you like it so much? Well, as you know, it's become more busy in the traffic here and and a lot of us that cycle um, just feels so much more comfortable on the gravel roads we probably have all had an experience that we can tell you that was kind of pretty close scary, yeah. to getting hit yeah and so being able to get off on the gravel where there's no cars to contend with and um it's so beautiful and the other thing that's hard with me is when I, you put me on my triathlon bike on the road i want to go hard and race yeah mm-hmm. and other triathletes have said the same thing to me they when they get out on the gravel bike it's oh this is fun. I can just ride this and I can feel <laughs> I good think, about it. I think I'll go down this road and explore. Uh-huh. I don't care what time it is. You know, um, I can. I don't have to go 20 miles an hour. So there's just a lot of pluses um, to gravel bike riding. Hmm. You know, one of the things that we've also found is just it, it's getting harder and harder to find a safe road course. Yeah. And, we, you know, we've experienced that. And, and I think we do a really good job. Mm-hmm. We, we block off lanes. We've got a lot of cones and things that are out there. But it's mm-hmm. still... There's a risk involved, and yeah. it's still tricky to try to pull it yeah. off in a way that's safe. And, and so, again, that's one of the reasons why we've looked uh, at gravel cycling. And I would anticipate we'll find the right combination yeah. eventually and be able to offer that as an event here. Good. Um, I want to get into triathlon training just a little bit more. Now, I said in the introduction that you spend about five hours every day. Is that true? I'm not exaggerating there. Y- yeah. Sometimes we'll go less when we're getting close to an event. And yeah. I now... Uh, I'm what's called an exercise addict, and so... (laughs) (laughs) Not even recovering. Like, she's just like, full on, I'm an addict. (laughs) I went for about 10 years without an (laughs) off-season. Wow. Yeah, but, um, yeah, now I've started taking off-seasons, and so um, after Hawaii, then will be my off-season. Take a little break. Mm -hmm. Right, but it does go up. So we average anywhere between 12, 14. As we're getting close to race, it can be 18, 20, 24 hours a week. Wow, that adds up. Yeah. So... Let's just, I know we've talked about this on the show before, but just let's just review what are the distances for an Ironman triathlon? Okay, so if you're a half, which is very popular, it's 1.2 mile swim and a 56 mile bike and a 
half marathon. Mm-hmm. And then in the full distance, you're going to swim 2.4 miles, ride your bike 112 miles, and then run a full marathon. That just rolls off your tongue. Like, I know. You just, you just, it just rolls off your tongue like... <laughs> These are, this, it's it. Like that's all. It's all you have to do. No right? big deal. No, that's a huge deal. <laughs> I mean, huge. being able to complete an Ironman triathlon is incredible. It's incredible. Yes. Now, I have said this before. I'll say it again. I think that the sport of triathlon is more available and more accessible than most people give it credit for. I think if you wanted to do a sprint triathlon, for most of us, it's, it's within the realm of of your reach. But an Ironman is pretty special. It's pretty special. Two and a half mile swim. Now, if you're a swimmer, you know how long that is. If you're not a swimmer, let me just tell you, that's an incredibly (laughs) long ways to swim. It's an incredibly long ways to swim. And then you jump on a bike immediately following that. It's not like you do that and then the next day you say, okay, I want to go for a long bike ride. It's immediately following. You jump on 112 miles. 112. 112 mile bike ride. (laughs) And then just for fun. Just for fun. Let's do a marathon. Let's let's throw a marathon on at the end. That's an incredible undertaking. It is. And you, Diane, not only have you been able to undertake that, which is amazing, but you really have excelled at it world champion in the 2021 yeah. Ironman World Championships. Um, I'm not going to ask for a prediction, but I'm going to ask for a prediction. What do you <laughs> What do you think is going to happen this year? Do you feel like you're ready to go? Uh, where's your training at? What's your competition? What do you think? Training is good. Um, the competition for somebody like me, we look at the young, we call them the youngins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the 70, the newly 70 year olds. Yeah. Those are the, those are the ones you got to look youngins. at. In these five year age <laughs> the groups, youngins. you're always looking at the new ones aging up, right? Yeah. It's like a year. Once you get to the 70 to 74 age group, it's like the seventies are the youngins and I'm the, I'll be 72. And it's like, Okay, I'm halfway through this age. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some tough competition coming up that you're aware of? Yes, we have a phenomenal person that I competed against here in St. George. Um, she'll be there. And then there's some new people that are coming in, like I said, Uh and then I don't know why it is, but there's more of my age group going into the 70.3 than the full. So okay. we'll just have to see who's going to show up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's oh, the way wow. it is for every race, I but would imagine. I, I, there's an, an amazing story. Last year, there's a woman that um, came behind me after the bike, and she had a wonderful marathon. And so it's just so inspirational for me yeah. mm-hmm. to see people in my age group just excel uh, when I blew up in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say this, and I think I can speak for everybody when I say this, Diane. Like, it, it, your age group is an inspiration. Yes. It's amazing at 72 years old mm-hmm. to be able to do these distances and to be able to do them in a, in a way that is competitive. So so thank you yes. and congratulations <laughs> because yes. that is incredible. And I love, you, you touched on something that I think is really important and we see this in senior sports, we see it in master sports to some degree, but especially in the seniors. That is that um, it's so easy to find inspiration from your competitors and they really become friends and yeah. you know mm-hmm. compatriots more so than competitors you you've touched on that um talk about some of the friendships you've made over the years in these amazing sports so i do keep in touch with people in my age group um certainly the younger people i love working out with them yeah and so i've met um 
friends through competition and friends here in St. George that mm-hmm. now I've been training and working out with for 10 years. And some of them drop out of triathlon, and I really miss you that. Miss them. Yeah. And when I see them, it's like I know they're doing other things, but oh, it was such a treasure to train for my first St. George triathlon with the guys from the hospital where I worked. Oh. And just those are just treasured relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And one person said, he goes, I don't really like to swim, and I don't really care to bike, and I run okay. And he goes, I like the people. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to say the same thing about the World Senior Games the first time I participated. I just met so many friends my first time. And then I was able to participate again and again. I met, I had a great time at the Senior Games, met people that I just adored. So I, I really think that's a big part of why I, we're doing this. You're so right. There yeah. really is something yeah. just very special about that. And we hear it all the, all time, the time and we experience it ourselves. We watch it happen every year. It's yeah. like a family reunion. It is. Every year when everybody comes back and, mm-hmm. man, there's just an energy level that's there just is. hard to match. And uh, you've experienced that. And uh, we're, yep. gl- we're glad that that has been your experience. Yeah. But you're yeah. not alone. A lot of people feel that same <laughs> right. way. And we love it. We love being a part of it. So I'm going to rewind just a little bit. Five hours. Five hours of training. How do you divide it up? Is is like is there a swim day and then you do a bike day? Or are you doing all three events on every single day? How do you do that from a training standpoint? Yeah, we divide it up. And I talk a little bit about um, something that older athletes and every athlete now we're taking into account, which is mobility. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing mobility training to, to keep our range of motion and mm-hmm. to keep our tendons healthy. So all athletes, and I would encourage athletes that are listening, if you're not doing a regular mobility workout so you get up and you do your mobility workout you get prepared for that you know first workout the other thing that we're doing is strength and core workouts two times a week so that's new in the mix since the last five years and i believe all young middle-aged and older athletes should adopt that into their practice so then what we do is we mix it up through the week so that we're recovered and ready to do our key workouts, which are those longer, tougher workouts. Okay. So a combination could be a swim and a you swim and a bike, and then it could be a bike and a run, and then it could be a, you know a swim and a longer, hardish bike. So there, there's usually about two a day, mm. and then three workouts when we add in the core and the and the mobility, and then typically. Um, for marathoners and endurance athletes, Friday, Saturday are our longer days. Or, man, it just takes up a lot of time. Yeah. You're, you're out there for like sometimes six and seven hours. Yeah. Mm, wow. But that's what it takes to be competitive uh, at an Ironman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Mm. So I loved what you talked about uh, a little bit of the cross-training aspect yeah. of things and how um, so much of what we do spills over into kind of everyday life. And if you're talking about mobility and strength training, those are skills sets that we all need mm-hmm. regardless of age but certainly right. as we as we get older mm-hmm. um, and so that's interesting to me that you're really incorporating that into uh, into triathlon training in my mind I would think well today will be my swim day so I'll go swim three miles because then I know I can swim two and a half if I can swim three I can swim two and a half <laughs> the next day I'm going to bike 150 miles because if I can sw- <laughs> bike 150 I know I can do 112 that's the way I would have probably approached it but that's not really the way that you're doing it you're there's really more mm-hmm. science to it. Yeah, there's a lot of great science since I've been training for marathon and then for triathlon. So it's really helped me and other athletes to, to avoid injury Yeah, and, and to come to that race healthy and happy. That's mm-hmm. the main goal. Now, I did, I did want to touch on that. 
over your career, and you've had an incredible career, starting in high school all the way up through now. You're, you mentioned you're 72 years old. You've had some incredible success. You've probably experienced some ups and downs. Um, how have you fought through injuries and, and everything that goes along with that? What, what are some tips that you have there? Um, so the tips are back to the mobility in the core and using healthcare in a smart way. Uh, so when you're injured, we have a lot of resources out there to help us. We have chiropractors, we have physical therapists, we have our physicians. Um, it, the thing about athletes is when you do go to your physician, you need to, to get them on your team. So I have a team. And I put together this team to help me show up happy and healthy at the race. And so um, if you let them know what your goals are, they will help you. For example, um, I would say my first major challenge was osteoporosis. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I had a stress fracture. And then the left hip and the left side just started to always be what we call spicy. Yeah. Or we use the word niggles. There was just something going on there. And I still have that today. But what you do is is you work with these people and they teach you how to do stretching or they teach you how to do corrective exercises. And you do it. <laughs> what? What? You have to actually do what they ask you to do, what your doctor says? Oh, what? <laughs> I, that's what we're doing wrong. <laughs> I, I think you've discovered. I think you've discovered what our shortfall and shortcoming has been. Otherwise, we'd be totally, we'd totally be right. Ironman world champions. Right. We just, we just got to do it. We just got to do it. No, that's true. That's so, that's such good advice. I love what you said too about um, get them on your team. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. form your team, even if they don't know that they're a team member. <laughs> make them a team member. Right. right. Let them know what you're doing, what your goals are, and how they can mm-hmm. best support you yep. in that. And the other thing that you might have heard from other people talk about health and wellness and is your sleep. Yeah. I mean, that is so important. Your nutrition and your sleep and your recovery are so critical to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just activities of daily living or if you're an athlete. Yeah, it's so true. And I think yeah. that we're just learning more and more and more about yeah. those aspects. You know, I, I think common sense would say okay you've got to practice your sport to do to be good at your sport i think anybody would agree with that right but we're just learning so much more about recovery that is so Mm -hmm. important sleep that is so important some of these Mm -hmm. cross training mobility Mm -hmm. exercises that you're talking about so important to again to daily life not just to be a world champion triathlete Um, super important there as well. I mean, let's make sure we yes. <laughs> emphasize that. But just in daily life, to be yeah. able to to um, you know, like you said, recover and sleep and mm-hmm. mobility. These are these are aspects that are going to translate to anybody, regardless of your fitness level. We've got about thirty seconds left. What's 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 going on in the future? What's the next big thing for you? I know you've got the world championships coming up in October. I have a race this Friday. Okay, which is a half Ironman, and then. Um, being super disciplined into Hawaii, and yeah. I'm going to show up happy, healthy, recovered, yes. with well <laughs> <laughs> And then beyond that, um, I'm going to retire a little bit, and I'm from triathlon, and I'm going to do adventures where I cook up something crazy to do. And then, you know, I've got Boston Marathon coming up in April. Yep. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm already planning um, next year. I'm going to do that marathon I told you about. Yeah. The canyons yeah. of the Escalante. So. Wow. wow. You just you don't just rest on your laurels. You keep yeah. things going. I love it. I love it. Thank you for your example. Oh, yes. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Yes. And all the best of luck with everything that's coming up. We just we wish you nothing but the best. We'll Thank be you. cheering you on. For sure. In Hawaii. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> While we're here slaving yes. away at the games. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that's fantastic. That Again, is. best of luck with everything. Thank you. I've, I've decided I'm practicing my sleeping. 
Yeah, and that's know, important. It is important, that's so it. that's what I'm practicing now. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so you got yeah, you got to tackle it. You got to do right. what people tell you. Right. All, and just all that do advice it. we've got to apply it. Uh, got, got to apply all of right. it. So, hey, just a quick a couple of things to wrap yes. us up here really quickly we talked at the beginning of the show about volunteering mm-hmm. for the games again we could really use your yeah. help seniorgames.net that'll get you all the information that you need mm-hmm. about volunteering for the games I also want to put in a plug for our upcoming opening ceremonies oh, yeah. now this year uh, is going to be amazing it really is it's going to happen on Tuesday October mm-hmm. 10th it's at the Burns Arena yes. so that's a new venue new, new venue. energy the entertainment provided this year is by the award-winning BYU International Folk Dance mm-hmm. Ensemble, and uh, that's going to be just yeah. so I'm cool. I'm excited to Plus, see this. we're still going to have the Parade of Athletes. Yep. We're going to have the amazing flag extravaganza, mm-hmm. and this year, we're going to have a mind-blowing laser light show. It's going to knock your socks Ooh. off, so you don't want to miss it. It's free. I want to emphasize that. It's free (laughs) to everybody. It costs nothing. (laughs) So bring your family, bring your friends, bring everybody. Again, it is Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Arena. That's the basketball arena there at Utah Tech University. And it's just going to be a fantastic show. So don't miss that out. Also, next Thursday is going to be an important episode with uh, the Active Life uh, radio show. Mental health. It's just such a, a, a vital part of, of maintaining um, you know, our overall yeah. health and wellness. And next week is National Suicide Prevention Week in the United States. And our guest is going to be Mae Bradley. Mm. She is the CEO of LOSS, which stands for Loved Ones Suicide Survivors. Mm. Mae lost a daughter to suicide about 14 years ago, and she devotes her life to helping suicide survivors. You don't want to miss this oh, important yeah. topic. So check in with us next week. Remember to tune in live next, mm-hmm. as well as every week, at Thursday. Uh, on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain mm-hmm. Time at AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and we turn it into a podcast mm-hmm. and you can find them anywhere that podcasts are found. And you can find this as well as previous shows right on our website, which is once again, SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought okay. comes from American journalist George Lorimer, who said, you've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active.